0: So, taking some moments just to notice the difference as we're sitting, the contrast between walking and movement and stillness. And just noticing awareness is actually able to receive equal movement and stillness. So, awareness doesn't change, even though circumstances change, posture change, feelings change, sensations change. and just checking to see that posture is, is is the way it needs to be just to be a, as relaxed as you can as comfortable as you can I'm just tuning in to what's present right now, sitting here. Now, over the last uh, 10, 15 years, for myself, I've had to learn how to work things from different places, different sides. So, when in my own practice, I open up crevasses of a kind of longing to be seen or known or held. I've had to learn how to bring the kind of seeing and holding right where it was needed. So rather than just observe the longing, to interact with it, attend to it. as if I was my own mother and grandmother, both at the same time. And just to be able to know what it is that I need was a big learning, because things are not always so clear. There can be some distress or feeling of lack or sense of suffering, but it might not be clear what's going on. So it takes courage and skill, persistence, and being able to feel one's body and be able to listen. to finesse what need is being asked to be met so in our Buddhist meditation conditioning, we get habituated to thinking that desires are bad. And that's too simple. Needs need to be met. And one of the things that happens when we come into stillness and be quiet, don't overstimulate, don't have too much impact, is that layers open up that may have been hidden from view. Impressions, memories, beliefs, And the whole instruction with meditation is to observe what's arising and not to interact with it. And as meditation instructions go, that's excellent, time-honored, time-proven, well-established. But what happens in meditation is, is that we are entering into territory where some of our human developmental needs start to reveal themselves, ones that were never met, or only partially met. And then we are faced with a choice of how do we attend to this that is arising in the present moment Now, in another circumstance it's not so complicated. If a child comes to you hungry, you don't say, let me figure out and see if it's okay to feed her. We just feed her. If she comes crying, we just hold her. If she's scared, we help her feel reassured. Because in another situation, we don't have a view or a belief about what is the right way of relating to this child. But in our meditation, we have a very clear instruction that we're supposed to observe and not to interact with what we're experiencing. So we need to have discernment about when interacting is indulging adding more confusion, adding more desire. And when interaction is compassionate, responding to human needs that are revealing themselves. Bringing kindness and care where it is needed. If it's hard to feel sad, Because there's some kind of belief that it's only safe to be happy, then kindness brings permission. We feel anxious, scared. Kindness reminds us what we can have confidence in, what we can trust. When we feel grief, loss, kindness honors the depth of our loss, the depth of our grief. We feel crazed by hormones, menopausal hormones or male hormones. Kindness reminds us of what it is to have a body. Not to take it all so personally. So kindness is not a kind of vacant, empty, spacious thing that we plug into. It's a way of responding to what's there, touching what's there, interacting with what's there. When we feel lonely, kindness is what allows ourselves to hold our own hand as we sleep. stroke our cheek or hold our hurting with both hands. Present. Attentive. Responsive. without forming an opinion without making comments about who you are or how you should be just there doing what needs to be done so that the need is met love and respect and care. (laughs) It's not distant. not uninterested, it comes right in close to what's hurting and responds. This whole practice of responding to what arising is another way of surrendering to love, just showing up and doing what needs to be done, bringing care and kindness where it's needed. It doesn't matter who we think we are supposed to be, or what the kinds of things we think we are supposed to feel. It doesn't matter if the age of the mind state is equal to our chronological age or two. There's a honoring of what is is, and what is is worthy of bringing care and attention. And when there's suffering, <coughs> it needs responding. This whole element of meditation, of interacting with what is arising, is one component of surrendering to love. another whole component of surrendering to love comes about as we let go of any identity that we have taken any grasping that we have any holding in any way Let go of our role, let go of our views, let go of our place and our position. Let go of our ethnicity, our gender, our sexual orientation, our history our family not because these things don't matter glimmering, that who we really are is way vaster, bigger than any of these things could ever possibly be. And there's a longing. joy, to know who we really are when everything else falls away, what's left, when we don't identify with anything. What's left when there's no grabbing, there's no pushing, of anything? What does it feel like to surrender completely? Let go completely. What does it feel like to be utterly at home? Nowhere to go, nothing to do, nowhere to become, nothing to get, nothing to get rid of. all identification with thought, with story, with history, with body. What's left? Who are you? when you're not clinging to any. so it's been my experience that I have oscillated back and forth between observing what's arising interacting with what's arising and letting go and the clarity that comes from this kind of letting go The places, the human needs that were unmet, the woundedness that I haven't yet healed. The observing brings clarity. The clarity can then be used to interact. Meditation is not one thing or another thing. Meditation is an art, a skill, finessing an alive, embodied, compassionate response to what's arising in the present. Path is a path of harmlessness. The goal is a goal of balance and surrender. Your body, the body and the breath, the anchor that we return to that we use to stabilize that we use to ground we refer back to So what is happening now? And how are you relating to it? Are you harmless? balance? What is resisting surrender? Can you embrace that?